Well, open your Bibles, if you would, to Exodus chapter 8. Exodus chapter 8. We come tonight to the third plague. The third plague in each set of three is narrated very briefly. No warning, no say to Pharaoh or anything like that. Just Moses and Aaron, do this. And they do it, and Pharaoh's heart is hardened. So verse 16 of Exodus 8. So the Lord said to Moses, say to Aaron, stretch out your rod and strike the dust of the land so that it may become lice throughout all the land of Egypt. And they did so. For Aaron stretched out his hand with his rod and struck the dust of the earth, and it became lice on man and beast. All the dust of the land became lice throughout all the land of Egypt. Now the magicians so worked with their enchantments to bring forth lice, but they could not. So there were lice on man and beast. Then the magician said to Pharaoh, This is the finger of God. But Pharaoh's heart grew hard, and he did not heed them, just as the Lord had said. Let's pray. (coughs) Heavenly Father, please soften our hearts. Lord, oftentimes we get hell-bent on our sin, and we see that you're telling us to stop, And our own experts tell us to stop. And we continue to do exactly what you told us not to do. Father, deliver us from sin, we pray. Don't let our hearts be hard. Help us to see that being plagued with sin is far worse than having lice. Lord, we pray these things in asking your help. In Jesus' name. Amen. Well, the plague is briefly narrated. The results are soon told. Aaron stretches out his rod, smites the dust of Egypt, and it becomes lice on man and beast. I don't know if any of you have ever had lice. I have not had the privilege. I understand that it's not a pleasant experience. The flies that come after this were bad, no doubt. And the frogs that came before it are bad. But I certainly would pick frogs or flies any day over lice. Lice are little blood-sucking animals or bugs that crawl around and bite you and suck your blood out. And that is what God sent on Egypt Clearly, the magicians recognize that God's power exercised through Moses and Aaron is greater than the power of any magician. And yet that realization alone doesn't bring hard-hearted sinners to repentance and faith. Knowing that something is the finger of God is not sufficient to save. So the previous plague was about God's power over cleanness and uncleanness. The frog is an unclean animal. The frog is in the food. The frog is in the oven. The frog is in the bed. The frog is everywhere. God can make Egypt unclean. This plague is about God's power over creation. God can transform dust into lice. As we know, Egypt is a very dry country. 
Supposedly, one of the commentators indicated that the average annual rainfall in this part of Egypt is about 10 inches a year, which is even less than what we get here in northeast Wyoming. If you can imagine how little rain that is and how much of the Sahara Desert there was, even in those days, that will tell you something about how much dust was in the land of Egypt. And Aaron, by the power of God, turns all of that dust into lice. There's no escaping, evading, or avoiding these things. And the magicians, of course, try to duplicate it. They were able to make blood. They were able to make frogs. So they try to make lice. Now that inevitably tries to turn us aside into speculations. How did they do it? Why didn't they lie and say they had made lice? The narrator is not interested in those questions. He simply tells us they failed because they had to fail. That God's power is greater than the power of any magician. The magicians could duplicate the first two signs, but already, just by the third sign, God is showing them that they are not as powerful as he is. He's showing not only his power, but also his justice, that he sends pain and trouble on those who defy him. God plagues Pharaoh when Pharaoh won't listen. The whole point of sending the lice is that it's unpleasant to have lice because the consequences of sin are painful. God is infinite in patience, yes, but he's also infinite in discipline and fearsome in his justice. The question for us, as we see the failure of the magicians to make lice, is do we reckon with the creative power of God? That is, do we trust God and his provision more than we trust the world system, our salary, our grocery store? The magicians, when the rubber meets the road, can't make lice. Nor could they make something more valuable, something we might actually want, right? They can't make coconuts or beefsteaks. God can. The magicians could do, or the magicians could not do what God could do. And that was a lesson for Pharaoh, if only Pharaoh would learn it. And we need to learn the same lesson. What human beings can provide, what human beings can perform, is limited. What God can do is not limited. So there were lice on man and beast. Lice everywhere. God believes in corporate responsibility. Pharaoh stood against God, and therefore all of Egypt is plagued. You and I stand against God and therefore our families suffer. Our children suffer. Even our whole nation suffers when those who officially represent us stand against God. A whole church suffers 
if the pastor falls into sin. God doesn't let any one individual stand on their own with no regard to their community, their context, and their culture. Hence, even though God is struggling with Pharaoh, these plagues are not personally targeted to Pharaoh such that the rest of the Egyptians don't suffer. All of Egypt suffers, even the Egyptian animals suffer because they're part of Pharaoh's area of responsibility. It goes back to what we read in Psalm 8. God has put all things under our feet. That's why nature suffers. Why animals get burned in forest fires and die of terrible diseases. Not because they're sinful, but because we are. God is telling Pharaoh that message too. Not just that God can do more than any magician, but that God holds the whole land responsible for the failings of Pharaoh. That's the negative side. The positive side is that all of us in Christ are saved. All of us in Christ are given what he did. His righteousness is imputed to us. His blessing comes to us. Not because we did what he did, but because he did it for us. Any more than the dog in Pharaoh's palace refused to let Israel go and therefore got lice. No, Pharaoh refused to let Israel go and the dog got lice. Jesus saved his people and therefore were saved. Our sin negatively impacts our entire household our entire community. That's why it's so crucial that we as Christians confess and deal with our sin every single day. The longer we walk in sin, the more we harden our heart like Pharaoh, the more we invite these kinds of events. God's judgment. Now, he doesn't necessarily send lice, though certainly if you stop washing, he will send you lice. But the judgment that he more typically sins is simply the one that Pharaoh resorts to at the end. Hardness of heart. The longer you spend not dealing with your sin, the more God lets you harden your heart to keep sinning. And that is a much worse judgment than having lice on you. Well, the magicians confess to Pharaoh, this is the finger of God. Pharaoh, no department of magic, no matter how well staffed, could be expected to produce lice like this. This is beyond anything we could ever do. Now, I guess they learned that. They didn't know it because they tried. (laughs) But they learned that it was the finger of God. Pharaoh's own experts that he had hired told him, You're fighting God on this one. To borrow an example from current politics, the Prime Minister of Israel these days is his own Attorney General from his party, whom he appointed, is attempting to prosecute him with corruption charges. This is not somebody hostile to Pharaoh. 
These aren't people he would have every reason to distrust like Moses and Aaron. This is his own people. His staff members that he appointed coming to him and saying, stop fighting God. But that's a warning to us about what hardness of heart does. Even the magicians can see that God is at work. But because Pharaoh's heart is hard, he can't see it. He won't see it. It is totally not something he will allow himself to perceive, and therefore, when the magicians tell him that it's the finger of God, he ignores them. He blows them off. Sin makes you stupid. When you're in the grip of sin, people you trust implicitly can tell you you're making a bad choice. You're wrong. You're fighting God. You're fighting reality. You can literally be scratching the judgment of God out of your hair and denying that it's God's judgment. Now, Pharaoh might have been bald, but regardless, he's watching people all around him get lice. Egyptians believed in bathing, right? They were not nasty, dirty people. And yet Pharaoh totally refuses to see. You can watch your bull or your dog or your cat get sick and die and then say, oh, it was all by chance. This has nothing to do with sin. Nothing to do with God. Don't harden your heart. You know your heart is hard when you don't listen to people telling you, you have a problem with, and then they fill in the blank and tell you what your problem is with. And if you've heard that, especially if you've heard the same thing, right? different people telling you, you have a problem with, with me of course, it's my tongue, I hear that regularly and I've heard it my whole life. You have a problem with saying things you should not say. Or when we talk about the problems of the world and don't pray for revival. Right? We're doing the same thing. Oh, let's talk about the symptoms and not address the cause. That's what hard-heartedness looks like. No, I just enjoy all the problems rather than going to the God who can do something about them. Or when we blame our problems on everyone else and never look to ourselves, how we can obey God better. That's a sign of a hard heart. My life is not going well. It must be my ex's fault. It must be my congregation's fault. It must be my kid's fault, my parents' fault, my boss's fault, my student's fault, my teacher's fault. That is a sign of a hard heart. Pharaoh is casting around for an explanation. Why are there lice in Egypt? And his mind refuses to settle on, I'm disobeying God. Now, this does not mean, and the plagues are not trying to say, every time you have some kind of problem or illness, you are in sin. Find the sin and root it out of your life. That's not the message per se. But the message undoubtedly is every time there's a sin, every time there's a, or every time there's a problem, a pain, a judgment, 
a difficulty in your life, that's telling you to go to God and deal with your sin. It's not that that thing is necessarily there because of a particular sin. Sometimes it is. Right? My favorite is that there's a clear link between gambling and poverty. I spend all my money on nothing and then I'm poor. Well, there's probably a clear link between your sin and your suffering in that instance. Not always as clear a link as Moses saying, let my people go, and Pharaoh saying, no, and Moses saying, okay, lice. And Pharaoh saying, where are these lice from? Why are there lice? This makes no sense. Sometimes it is that clear. But whatever pain, whatever difficulty, whatever problem... Make sure that it softens your heart. That it motivates you to say, I've got to keep dealing with my sin. This problem may not necessarily be the result of a particular sin. This problem does remind me that sin causes pain and that I need to deal with my sin by taking it to Jesus, asking His forgiveness, and doing what I can to make restitution to those I've sinned against. Pharaoh should have learned about God's creative power as the one who can make lice out of dust. Pharaoh should have learned that God is judge who insists on his people being let go. But instead, Pharaoh preferred to harden his heart. Don't let that be you. As you read about the plague of lice, the message is not lice are nasty. The message is Sin is nasty. The lice were telling Pharaoh, soften your heart, deal with your sin. And he wouldn't listen to that. But Christ always listened to his Father. He went to the cross not because of his sin, but because of ours. And thereby he dealt with sin once and for all. So know this God who is creator and judge and savior too. Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much that you are God of gods and Lord of lords. That you are powerful enough to make lice and powerful enough to deliver us from lice. Lord, we ask that whatever pain, whatever trial, whatever suffering we go through in this life, that it would drive us back to you, that it would teach us to submit to you by the power of your grace and what you do for us, we would soften our hearts and say, no, I repudiate that sin. I don't want that sin. I want to set that sin right. Father, help us to learn that we should not be like Pharaoh. Help us to learn to make every problem a stimulus, a spur to get us to go back to you and check on ourselves and deal with our sin. And in that light, Father, we thank you for problems. We don't ask for them, but we praise you for the spiritual benefits that they can bring. Thank you for your Son who saves us from our own hard-heartedness. We pray all these things in His name. Amen.